From gutters to landscaping, from replacement windows to a full basement remodel, and everything in between, it's time for the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, Big Time Mike McGivern on 1057 oh, Welcome FM, to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside the executive director for Nary Milwaukee. She's Diane Wellhouse. Diane, how are you? I'm good. And you, Mike? I'm good. It's good to see you. Good to see you as well. Yeah, you're all set for the holidays? No. Not, not a girl, <laughs> me neither. Not even close. Not even close. What do you, uh, you get together with family? What do you do? Yeah, absolutely. Get together with my family, uh, have some dinner, have some cocktails, enjoy each other's company. Perfect. And then get away and not have to see for a while. No, I'm just kidding. That's my family. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. We uh, we head out to my sister's house, and uh, Sister Maureen's hosting this year, so I'm excited about that. She's got a beautiful home in, in Cedarburg, and uh, we've got to bring two appetizers. So I'm thinking like a veggie pizza. My wife makes that, and then I'll just go out and get some crackers or something. I don't have to bring a thing. Nothing. Nothing. I just show up. That's not bad. No, I like that gig. We used to, do you know, we used to play um, Thanksgiving football, and it was my family against my wife's family, uh, her her brothers and stuff, and uh, they're all about 5'8", 5'7", but quick as heck, and we're not. The McGivern boys are not, and we did have uh, we did have one in the family that was 6'4", and could catch everything I threw to him. And he's not part of the family anymore, so we stopped playing because we couldn't beat those guys. So and the problem with it then is at the end of the, you know, we'd get done, we'd play in the morning, and then everybody would be asleep on the couch, and and, uh, and wives and my mom were like, no more, knock it off, because this is not fun. Everybody's moaning and groaning and trying to get up off the couch, and you guys are too old to do that. So now we just hang out and watch football. Us too. My family's too small to play any games besides cards. There's only four of us at the dinner table, so... Oh. <laughs> You know what? There's something to be said for that. There's something to be said for that. Hey, our special guest today, she is uh, interior sales, interior design. She is with J&J Contractors, uh, Rebecca Saborn. I'm close, right? Yeah, that's pretty close. That's pretty close. Rebecca, it's good to see you again. How you been? Pretty good. How are you? Good. You're all set for Thanksgiving? Uh, I'm actually hosting this year, so I'm going to have probably about 25 people at my house. You know, Diane and I are actually coming. We just decided. So okay, I will make an extra table for yeah, you. you. I go. could throw my four people in at her table, and nobody would even know nope. we're there with twenty-five other people in the room. We'll be at the kids' table because neither one of us is real mature. Yeah. And if you bring the rest <laughs> of the girls from the front office at Nary, trust me, they are really on the the kids' table. Because we'll, during the break, we'll tell you stories about those girls. I'll tell okay. you, it's really good to awesome. see you. Good to see yeah. You. How do you get prepared for twenty-five? You know, I actually really love cooking. Um, so for many years, I would sit up at night and read cookbooks before bed. So I'm kind of a cooking nerd. And then I took a break from cooking for about five years because I have two small kids. And now I'm kind of excited about getting back into cooking again. How, how long does something like that take you for, for that amount of people? And do you, do you have people bring, is it a potluck by any chance? Or Yeah, I'm going to have people bring um, some wine and maybe some appetizers. But I'm going to make the turkey and the mashed potatoes, the stuffing, everything. And I find really just being organized and prepping the day before and then having it ready to just bake the morning of. So. 
Well, that's why that's why you're good at what you do, right? Perf- yeah. Work-wise, you've got to be really organized for what you do at J&J Contractors. Yes, I do like to make sure everything's been kind of selected and ordered ahead of time before we start anything. So, so I have to thank you and, and your company. Um, 2018, I had a number of people that I know either personally or would call me off the Nary show and say, hey, look, I'm... You know, I, I'm going to call J&J Contractors. I hear their commercials. I hear Gary Ellerson talk about it. Um, would you recommend them? And it's hard sometimes to recommend it. I don't have any problem with that. I re- recommend all Nary members. I do. I've recommended Howard and Randy and a lot of these guys, Bingo and Zach, all the time. But for some reason, 2018, a lot of a lot of people not only here at Intercom but in my family called Jason and called Shannon. Yeah. And said, "Hey, I need some help here." And you guys have been phenomenal. It's been a really good year um, to recommend J and J Contractors. Awesome, we appreciate that. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you bet. Hey, uh, what's going on at Nary Milwaukee Dine? Is there any? You know, we, we start talking now. February is the spring show, and I know that as it starts getting colder, we want that show to get here soon because that means spring is right around the corner. Uh, other other than that, what else is going on now? We kind of have a succession plan for homeowners to prepare for their remodels. We start with the October home and remodeling show we just got off of. And then in January, we have our Remodeler of the Year Awards. This is when we have our big showcase of all the projects that our members have done over the past year. They're going to be featured in the MKE Lifestyle Magazine in the February issue. They're also all going to be posted on our website. So consumers now that maybe met some contractors in October can go to our website and see the award-winning work that they've done, some of the projects they've done. And then you can come back out and see them in February at the Spring Show, February 15th through the 17th at State Fair Park. So it's it's really a great tee up for consumers to maybe start doing a little shopping, go and look at that award-winning work on our website from the Remodel of the Year projects, and then come out to the spring show and solidify their relationship with the contractor they're going to want to use. You know, that that show, I don't know if you were part of Nary back then, but I, I uh, emceed that show once. I heard. Never again. Never. It's a long show. Never. Do you know, um, and I'm not going to name the guy, Dave Amoroso, so I'm not going to name him at all, but he uh, he asked me to do it, and I said, yeah, yeah, I, I've emceed a lot of things before. It'd be all right. And it got to be probably 10 days before the event, and I hadn't really heard anything. So I just called and said, hey, it's okay. You know, I, I, I'm just going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to make some plans that night, and don't worry about it. He said, what are you talking about? I said, I haven't heard from you. He said, oh, I, you know, I, th- I thought I emailed you the script. I said, there's a script? He goes, oh, yeah. Well, it's it was 36 pages of narration, which I'm horrible at. If I can just get up and wing it a little bit, tell a joke or two, blah, blah, blah. So I get up there, and there's a heater on the back of my neck. I mean, there's a wall right there, and there's a, a, a heater blowing straight to the back of my neck. And... I start sweating from my eyebrows. It was bad. And so I finally said, could somebody please turn off the heater here? And and uh, I, I, as I was getting through it, I thought, okay, I'm, I, I'm almost done here. And I looked down, and I was on page seven. And it was, it was not good. It was bad. And I got to my car with my wife, who thinks everything I do is a 10. I said, how did I do? She said, ooh, maybe a seven. And I said, I'm never doing this again. It was brutal. It's a long evening because, you know, 
Fortunate for Nary Milwaukee, our modelers are amazing. And the work that they do they is are. so superior that when it comes to our awards, we have we end up giving out so many because of the great craftsmanship and quality and how well we meet customers' expectations. So, yeah, it's two hours of the MC literally reading almost straight while we're watching and seeing pictures of all of this amazing work that our members do. And there's no place in there for you to go, okay, two nuns walked into a bar. You know, there's just, there's no chance. I wouldn't do all of that. I like uh, to make jokes. Yeah, I, as I do. <laughs> and this thing was, I I can tell you when I got done, when I turned page 36, I, I just was like, all I want to do, and after it's a really fun <laughs> event and everybody, all I want to do is make a beeline for my car because it was just just brutal. Hey, can I talk to you? One other thing going on at Nary, and it, and it goes on a lot because when, when I talked to Bingo and now John from J&J Contractors teaching classes yep. as well. Um, Rebecca, you have what's called a UDCP, correct? Which is a Universal Design Certified Professional. You took that class, passed it. Um, difficult thing to get through? Uh, honestly, the test was a little more difficult than I thought it would be. Uh, I felt like I was pretty well prepared because I do have a degree in interior design and I did study um, a lot of the codes and a lot of standards and a lot of practices. Um, but it was still a little difficult. But fortunately, uh, I got through it and I passed and I'm finding it usable in you know, every meeting with every customer. You know, so. The, and so that's that follow up question. Um, how do you find having that at, at, on your business card and to be able yeah. to say, look, I am a universal design certified professional. How does that help you in your day to day business? Well, it definitely shows professionalism and it shows that I'm serious about what I do and that I'm very passionate about it. Um, but you know, as far as how it helps me, I could answer that for you too. It, it really helps me look at, you know, a holistic space as far as how are they living in the space now? How are they going to live in the space in the future? And then who's coming into their home? Do they have grandchildren coming into the home or, you know, great grandparents coming into the home and is this home safe and ready for them as well? So it's really not just looking at as, you know, I'm updating it cause maybe not functional and maybe it doesn't look great, but is it safe enough for, you know, children and grandparents to come in and, or is everybody able to use the space appropriately? Diane, when I do this show, and we have a number of people that, that have taken the classes at, at Nary Milwaukee. Almost 100% they'll say, look, I thought I was really prepared, but that test was tough. And, and I learned a lot. That I kind of walked in a little cocky thinking, well, come on, I, I know what I'm doing. And then walked out just learning a lot. You guys are very proud and should be. Uh, about the classes that you guys offer. Yeah, the certifications are almost like little master's degrees, if you will, in our industry. Um, classes can run anywhere from 8 to 16 weeks um, of three hours of study in person with a study group. Plus, you have other materials that you have to read on your own as well. And then when you come in, yeah, it, it's a test that takes over two hours to take. There can be 200-plus questions on the exam. And usually they get very detailed and in-depth because we're really trying to, again, push the fact that these are certified professionals. These are people who have taken um, their job, as Rebecca said, seriously. Uh, they're there to be a professional to you. They have a minimum of two to five years in the business already before they can even sit for these exams and even take the classes. So they have to have the background, the knowledge before they even get there. And it's always interesting to hear that even people who have two, five, and beyond years of experience sit down, learn from these certifications, and actually do struggle to take the tests. Hey, Rebecca, before we get to a break, where did you go to school and where did you get your degree? And, and was this something, and I asked you this last time you were in, was this 
something that you knew early on that you wanted to be involved with? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I grew up with a dad who is sort of a renaissance man. He's a carpenter, electrician, plumber, and they built a house um, when I was in high school. So for every weekend for three years, they built this house. So I was kind of dragged to the Menards and the Home Depot every weekend my whole childhood and even into college, you know, helping them finish up the house. Um, so when I got to college and, you know, there was opportunities to either do something design-wise that sat in front of a computer all day or really got me out into the field talking to people and, and getting more hands-on, um, that just kind of lent itself right to interior design. And so that's where I ended up with interior design. And I actually went to MATC for my degree. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you, I and I said this to you last time, but I truly mean it. I, I think it's a gift that you guys have. That, that you can see something before it's there because I don't know what their percentage, but I have to believe there's many more like me that can't see it. Yeah. You know, we, you asked me, to, well, how do you think the wall will look if we painted it this color? Sure. I can't see it until it's about three quarters of the way done, not even half done. I'm still like, I don't know. I don't see it. And so, I, uh, boy, I envy you guys. I, I do because you can see things before they 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 happen, and and it's such mm-hmm. a gift. And I think this universal design. We're going to talk more about it uh, throughout. But when I started doing the show a while ago, you know, a lot of people would talk about universal design, and and I didn't really get it. Mm-hmm. And now that we've done the show enough, and I've done enough research on it, I understand it, and I know how big it is. And that whole category has exploded. Yeah. I mean, it has. It's no longer everything's going to look like a hospital room. I mean, there are colors and there there are ways of doing things to actually enhance the room, yet still making sure that you can stay in your home a little bit longer. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue. Our special guest, JJ Contractors. Go JJContractorsLLC.com. If you have any questions, give Rebecca a call at 414-423-9200. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big time Mike McGivern. Only on 1057 FM, The Fan. Dial us up with your questions at 414 799 1250. Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co host. She's Diane Wellhouse. She's the executive director for Nary Milwaukee. Our special in-studio guest, uh, Rebecca Saborn. I'm really close with that. Interior design sales for J&J Contractors. And uh, they're located 5213 West Loomis Road. Go, go uh, online, jjcontractorsllc.com. Hey, guys, before we get into a couple of things I want to talk about this segment, during the break, um, a, a woman I work with walked in. And uh, I think she was listening to the show and had some questions for, for you guys. Trisha was... Um, was here at the office and, and, and walked in. And her question, I thought, we could have done, we could have kept her here, but she's kind of shy and won't go on the air with us. Um, but her question, everything in her house is the same color wood. The, the wood, the, the, the china cabinets, the um, everything around the fireplace, the mantle, all of the wood in the house is the same exact color. And she showed you guys a picture of it. And with, I think with the TV shows that she watches, like Love It or List It and those kind of shows, she really would like to have a white trim. And I, look, I was listening because I didn't have much to add to that conversation. But at least from what I was hearing, you guys are like, first of all, don't try doing this yourself. And second of all, 
look, people do this now. And it does not everything has to stay the same color and the same wood. But the, the fear for her seemed like if she does the white trim, is that going to make the wood that she has there now look outdated? And is she going to get in over her head on this whole thing? Diane, you, you kind of said, ah, be careful with this. Yeah, you want to do the design with a purpose. So you just don't want to randomly go in and start changing colors here or there. You want to make sure that there's rhyme, reason, and purpose. And you have to have a global plan. So what's the flooring, too? Is it carpet today? Are you planning to make that wood? And what color is that wood going to be? What color is the wood of the furniture that you have in the room? Because all of a sudden you have too many mediums coming into play. And now it again looks like you don't have a vision or a purpose. My favorite line in the, when, when Trisha came in, Rebecca, is when you said, look, I have a bungalow. It took me five years. That's a, If you're going to do that yourself, rather than bringing in an airy professional yeah. to do this, that is a long process. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Hey, when 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 um, when she was talking about the colors and talking about trying to accomplish this, I, I thought the insight that you gave was great when you said, "Look, you don't have to do all of it. Do one room, or if you're going to do your staircase, just do do the banister." So when when you look at a project or hear about a project, and I bet you get asked about stuff like this all the time, you're okay with 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 trying things. Right? Yeah. yeah, I definitely like to experiment a little bit. And I think, you know, it's usually the case that there's some older, um, you know, mediums in the space and older wood and whatnot. And then people want to change it and do something a little more updated. And we're kind of leaning towards blending right now so that, you know, it doesn't look like this part of the house is brand new and this part of the house is, you know, 1974. So we're trying to find a way to kind of blend your spaces together so that it doesn't look like you just kind of came in and did part of it and then didn't do the rest of it. So. And how many times do you think J&J get, uh, Contractors gets called after somebody starts to try to attempt to do this and then says, "I, you know what, this I can't do this on my own? Yeah, we get calls a lot for homeowners who, you know, do watch a lot of TV and get excited and go to Home Depot and buy a lot of trim and, you know, put it up and they realize the trim's too short or too wide or don't know how to transition into the other spaces and things like that, so... It was interesting that that and she said, "Look, I I would like to make it look a little bit more modern, mm-hmm. but my fear is is like like you had talked about, Rebecca. I don't want it to look like I started a project and 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 stopped halfway through. And you guys heard. I mean, she didn't pull punches when I said, "Would Jay, your husband, help?" She said, "Absolutely not." She said, "No." He said, "No, I'm not getting involved in this thing." Smart boy. He's yeah. ever seen St. Catherine's guy. Other than that, he's not a bad guy, by the way. Um, but I think he's probably onto something. I think there's two two ways that she can do this if, if she wants, and and one is to hire an area professional to come paint it, or two hire an area professional to come and change the trim out. And and you guys had asked, you have dogs, you have kids, and she has a little dog, and the the white gets scuffed up pretty quickly. Yeah. And so if if you're going to paint. That, that could be an ongoing process that you're going to have to touch this up a lot, yeah. you know, throughout the year. I would not start that project um, if I was her. But you know what? She's going to do what she wants to do. But that would be that would be a concern for me. So, Tricia, if you're listening, thanks for stopping in. I appreciate it. And hopefully, and I know that these girls gave you really good advice. Hey, can we talk about the process of, of when somebody calls J&J Contractors do they get, you know, Shannon answers the phone, and how is this? People will say, look, I'm thinking about redoing. Well, let's use the kitchen if we can. 
Rebecca, we, I, I want to redo my whole kitchen. What part of the process do you get involved with then? Uh, well, Shannon will, you know, kind of talk to you a little bit about your project, uh, probably ask you just a few questions just to kind of make sure that this is something that we would like to tackle. And then she'll set up a time with you right then and there on the phone to meet with me. She does have my schedule, you know, at her um, at her access. So she'll set something up and then I get an email um, from her saying that there was an appointment set up with us. And then uh, we, you know, I hang out with you guys. We come, I come over and I'm there for about, you know, anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and a half. And I really just listen. So I'm kind of a design therapist. I kind of just put on my ears and I sit there and, I, and they say, what, what do you need from me? And I say, you just talk, you just vent and let me know what's not working and what you don't like and what you do like. And have pictures if you have pictures or, you know, have samples if you have samples or, you know, just I really just let them talk. And then after they talk for, you know, 45 minutes or an hour, then I'll probably chime in a little bit and give some of my suggestions. And then I kind of offer, is this something that needs to be fully remodeled? And do you have the budget for a full remodel or is this a refresher? So lately I've been getting a lot of refreshers where sure. they don't necessarily want to spend the, you know, the money or the investment on completely remodeling the kitchen, but just some refreshers. So then we kind of go from there. And what kind of things to refresh? How did and, and this part of of my job I really like because I, I just find it interesting. How did you how did you get to the point of of you're going to listen and let them vent rather than coming in because you know that's different. Yeah. You understand your process, I think, is different than some interior designers that I've had on the show. And sure. there's no right or, or wrong, but right. but the way you do things is different than other people. How did you get to that point? I think that it's just kind of the nature of my character. I've just always been a pretty empathic person, and I just I know that it's not really my space and that their space visually affects them day to day and really just kind of assessing what makes them happy and what's going to make them happy in their space is what's going to ultimately make me happy because then they're going to call me in a year and say, I still love my kitchen. I still walk in here every day and just can't believe this is my kitchen. And it's not my design necessarily. It's their design, but I just help them tweak it. So that it kind of makes sense and then it works for them. How do you handle if, if if somebody is looking to do something that you just really personally think is just a horrendous idea? And I've got to believe that you've had this before. How do you then, after hearing it for an hour, sure. how do you turn it or sway it? Or do you say, hey, look, I'll go with this. I'll yeah. help you with this. But understand that I'm really struggling with with seeing how this is going to turn out. Um, uh, good for you. You know, honestly, again, it comes back to knowing that this is going to be their space that they're going to live in. So, you know, we kind of talk about, you know, um, trends and how maybe oak wood is going out of style. And I did have a couple of customers recently where they wanted oak cabinets. And I would tell them personally, I wouldn't buy oak cabinets. But if that's what you like and that's what you want to see every day, then that's what I will quote for you and that's what I'll draw for you. So, you know, I tell them this is not something that people are really doing right now. But if it's your style and you're going to really like it, then you should do it. So She's, you kind of have to be open. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you And you have to be able to to say, and, and you're comfortable with saying, look, this I, I wouldn't recommend this and here's why. But yeah. it, again, it's your space. There are people in your industry that, that sometimes are, are very, like take it very personal. Like this is, yeah. it is, you're going to live here, but I'm going to design it. This is my space. Yeah. So when, when you have all your, your guests come through, I want them when you say this is so and so helped me with this. I want I want you to be proud of it, but I also think that this is the way to do it. So it, there's more than one way to to skin the cat. Um, if you want to get a hold of Rebecca J and J Contractors, again you can call her at four one four four two three. 
9200-423-9200. What part of the process keeps you up at night? You know, is there is there a part of this process that 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 keeps you up thinking? Is it is it is it the budget part? Is it the design part? Is it being able to tell people no? Kind of, you know, what part of it? It's the budget part because I really want to help a lot more people than I can really help, and it's usually because of budget. Yeah. So, you know, those TV shows that Trisha watches and my wife yeah. watch, and I ask guys a lot on this show: Is it good or bad for your business? The, the, the horrible part is that part for this because people think they can get their kitchen a full remodel for $16,000 and you just can't. You can't. Yeah. You might be able to get a few things refreshed and make it look good, yeah. um, but people want the open concept to knock this wall down and, and I want the island that goes all the way into the yeah. – and I've got $16,000. Well, it just can't be done. And they watch those shows and, and they think that it can be. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me, but it it is what it is. They have good ideas; yeah. you get great ideas from it, but the rest of it is very difficult. So the budget part is the part that keeps you up a little bit. Yeah, because I really, you know, I really connect with people, and I spend a lot of time with them in those first couple of meetings. And it's yeah, I, I really want to work with them. So I really like to build those relationships and have those customers that come back to me over and over again, or refer their neighbor or their friend and. I meet a lot of really great people through this business, and I really want to help everyone because I want right. everyone to have space that they love, but not everybody has the budget right. for the space they love. Do you know, so. I've been a basketball coach since my 36th year. I I can't go to a, a, a basketball game, whether it's professional or grade school or anywhere in between, without being very critical in my mind about coaches <laughs> and why are you playing man when you should play zone, why are you playing zone when you should be man, you know, yeah. why are you running this offense. Can you go to a housewarming parties without just <laughs> – Looking around. I mean, can you just go no. in and and go to the shrimp and have a little hors d'oeuvre, no, no. have a glass of wine? You no. Can, you cannot. No. That, that section all is so ginormous. You can't even walk around the living room. But, I, you know, I don't say that, obviously. I mean, I, you know, I have some taste. So I, do, I'm pretty good about restraint. Do, do, you, yeah. do you see that people are watching your reaction? Because you understand this is, you know, this is where you live. I mean, yeah. This is what you do for a living. Yeah. I would love to be somewhere that you walked in and just, I'll, I would stare at See you for face. 45 <laughs> minutes to figure out if you like it, if you don't like it, I bet. You know, I, you know, I can appreciate all aspects of, you know, people's tastes. And for me, it's not even so much that they painted a wall color I didn't like. It's, it's really just, you know, cleanliness, you know, that really for me is the thing that would bother me is just people's homes being clean. Yeah. I can get over the sectional being large and that black wall being really too dark <laughs> for your space, but you know, just having a clean home, I guess. So, again, remember, not everybody can see what you see. So, <laughs> I, she is Rebecca Sanborn. She is J and J Contractors. Again, go to jjcontractorsllc.com. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation with Rebecca and Diane Wellhouse. She's the executive director for Nary Milwaukee. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big-time Mike McGivern. Only on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Email your question to live at 1057fmthefan.com. Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Diane Wellhouse. She's the executive Director of Nary Milwaukee, my co-host this week, and our special guest in the studio from J&J Contractors. She is Rebecca St. Born. 
Hey, uh, Rebecca, we um we during the break, and again, go to jjcontractorsllc.com. If you want to talk to Rebecca, uh, you can give her a call at 414-423-9200. Tell Shannon that I said you put right through to Rebecca because good luck with that one. She's very busy, but she's got time to talk to you guys. I always have time. You always have time. Hey, during the break, I, I and and Diane, you brought this up, and I and I said, can we talk about it? Because I think it's really important. How often do you get this question, Rebecca? Hey, if I put if if I redo my kitchen and it's a sixty thousand dollar remodel, how what's my return on investment? Am I getting my home is going to go from three hundred thousand to three hundred seventy five thousand? I mean, it, so do you get that question a lot? Yeah, I do actually get that question a lot, and. And and unfortunately, homeowners are even using that as a an, as a reason to not remodel because they say, well, if I put sixty thousand in the kitchen, I'm not going to get that back if I choose to sell the house in four or five years. So I do like there's a little bit of a formula you can go online and look at return on investment numbers, but I think in Wisconsin, the average return on investment for a kitchen is around fifty five to sixty percent. So and I, and and Diane, you made a great point because on shows like we talk about on this show, love it or list it. They they come in and it's a three hundred thousand dollar home and they put a hundred twenty five thousand dollars into the home and then they say now your home is worth four hundred and sixty five thousand dollars and it's just not the case it's a, it's a straight up lie unless something's going on in Canada that we don't know anything <laughs> right. about where the show's taped um, but yes it's it's definitely not what's happening in the in the real marketplace are you absolutely going to get an increased value for your home yes but you have to think about the big picture your home didn't move out of its neighborhood. It's still probably sitting at a, a fair assessment value of your home. Now you've done an upgrade to it. So, of course, it's going to be worth a little bit more. But if, if the home values in your area and your home's at 300000 and you put that 100000 into it, do you really think that your home is now worth four and a quarter or four fifty? It It just logically doesn't even make sense. Is your home going to be worth more than it was before? Yes. Is your home going to sell faster because you now have put the energy and effort into it? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, you know, when it comes to the money, and we all know money is very important to people, it's really about the experience of your home. How are you and your family enjoying that space, living in that space, functioning in that space? It's about that's the value proposition. It's about the family. Hey, I have to tell you this, and, it, and, it, and it's about J&J Contractors. We had an issue with our bath, and I've talked about it a hundred times, and we did commercials and all that. Um, but I can tell you that we never thought to have can lighting in the bathroom. We just didn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that was on our radar. And you guys came in and said, hey, look, I know what your budget is. We may be able to do this you guys want. And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. Do you know my wife to this day says I'll never live in a home with a bathroom that doesn't have the can lighting. She said there's something about being able to just have that dim and uh, and it's very relaxing for me. Mm-hmm. And I, you don't you you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And but once we had that, and now Terry's like you know thank you to JJ Contractors and to Jason and all the guys that 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 did it. But she said I I never thought about it, mm-hmm. and it was almost a throw in, but it was a huge part of this. And exactly what you're talking about, Diane, it 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 makes living in the house just more enjoyable and more comfortable for us. I, I never think am I going to get my money back. When, it, when, when and if we ever sell the house. So it's interesting because I think people are, are wrong when it comes to that. And if you're, gonna, if you're flipping the house or you're going to be in and out, if you're moving within a year, 
that's understandable. You want to know that. And but if you're staying there for two years or longer, just do it to enjoy it. I yeah. think Rebecca, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, do you watch those shows personally? Uh, well, I don't have cable anymore, but I did. I used to watch them all the time religiously. So, what did you think of them? Did you just shake your head sometimes, or did you get good ideas from it? I, yeah. I'm wondering, somebody in your profession. I mean, do you just roll your eyes and go, that's just unrealistic? Or do you say, boy, that's a really good idea? Or both? Yeah, both. I think there's some really great ideas on there. Um, but I think it's a little unrealistic as far as the drama. You know, a contractor comes in and says, oh, yeah, we're going to do this whole remodel. It's going to be 50 grand. And then the homeowner says yes. And then three weeks into, you know, the renovation, he says, oh, I found out you have a load-bearing wall. Oh, it's going to be an extra $10,000. And so I get that a lot with customers where, you know, where they say, oh, is this going to be one of those things where you get in here and then you don't realize there's a load bearing wall? And I say to them, a good contractor is going to know that you have a load bearing wall in your house and that they're really just kind of escalating that situation for drama. So you know, the drama is yeah, funny. And every show is they're not going to make the deadline. Yeah. They're not going to be ready when the people are going to come back to see it. And all of a sudden... And they, they get there just by the skin of their teeth, and yeah. they got this done and that done. And they stayed up all night to to put the furniture back, and people come in. Yeah. Hey, let me, I've got a couple more questions for you, and I want to get to them before uh, we get to it. Probably get to one more here and then uh, on the other side of the break. Uh, this is a question that uh, somebody here sent me. Uh, my husband and I just bought a home wondering how to best arrange our master bedroom. Focal point of the room is a nook with two gorgeous windows overlooking a tree-lined street. We'd love to be able to fit a chest of drawers somewhere, but are worried that the only space is in the nook and don't want to risk obstructing the gorgeous view out the two front windows. Any thoughts? And is it okay to slightly obscure one of the windows with a small chest? Oh, that's a tough one without seeing it. Without seeing pictures, yeah. Without seeing pictures and being able to scale it out. But um, I know me personally, I've had that challenge with small bedrooms and big windows. Um, my old bungalow had a ginormous window. Um, and there wasn't really a lot of place for furniture. So what I did was I just went back to the closet and I ended up reorganizing the closet to kind of make more fit in there so that I could get rid of one of the dressers. So, you know, either getting a different dresser that's much lower and longer, maybe with baskets that pull out or just really reconfiguring your closet so that you don't have to have a dresser. Because you kind of don't want to take away from what I mean, the, the, I, I would think in, yeah. a, in a room like that, that the focal point is the window with with yeah. the natural light. And, and to be able to see the street, you don't want to take away from that, right? Yeah, right. So, I mean, if that's, that is the focal point, then, yeah, you wouldn't want to take away from that if possible. Hey, we're so. going to be able to get to another question. This is a quick one, I think. In your estimation, what paint color works best for cabinets? For cabinets. Uh, Guess again, without seeing the house, <laughs> right? Honestly, I we talked about this a little bit over the break. Um about painting um, things, and it's the same with cabinets. If cabinets are painted, um, you are going to see those scuff marks, and you are going to have to get them touched up at some point. Um, so honestly, for me, cabinets to having like a medium-level stained wood is going to hide the most dirt and is going to be the most durable long-term. Hey, um, I, I printed a blog for you guys that that I thought was pretty funny, and it was kind of interesting to me where, where it says that um, – you know, everyone has unique style, and, and we had talked a little bit about this, uh, so there's uh, there can be really no mistakes. Well, that's wrong. It's dead wrong, in fact. And you talk a little bit about, uh, they're quoted by saying, so many of our clients watch the design shows that we've talked about, which makes it look so easy. And I've received many design rescue 
calls as everybody at, at Nary Milwaukee that's listening to the show is shaking their head saying, well, I'll tell you what, we get a lot of those calls. And then we they, they really talk about kind of the do's and don'ts about, you know, hanging pictures and, you know, what what's the fix when it comes to furniture? Make sure that you measure the room before you buy anything. You know, yeah. guys like me just think they can do it by sight and we can't. And no, but we think we can. And even when we fail three and four and five times in a row, that's six time we're going to get it right. We can just do it by sight. We don't need to measure it. So, and there's, I think there's a lot of people like me that do stuff like that. Yeah. And you, do you get those rescue calls a lot? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, and when you go into a store, I mean, the size of that space is so much larger that the furniture actually looks smaller. So then when you get it home, you don't realize how ginormous that sofa is until you get it into your small, you know, 10 by 12 living room. And now it's... Oh, geez, now it's cutting off a walkway. Or, you know, one of the other things is is measuring your space into the living room. Can you even fit a sectional through the front door or through the back door? I mean, I've had it where people had to literally return the furniture because they couldn't fit it through their door. So Why did you you have to tell that story about me? (laughs) Why? why? You know, I thought that was off the record during the break. Yeah, she is Rebecca Saborin. She is with J&J Contractors, 5213 West Loomis Road. Go to JJContractorsLLC.com, my co-host. She is Diane Wellhouse. She is the executive director for Nary Milwaukee. Any questions that you have, if you want to become a Nary member, she would be a great person to call and ask questions for. I can't imagine how many times you get asked for uh, the question, why should my company join Nary? And and I know that you have an elevator pitch and and. <laughs> What would you tell somebody? We just got 30 seconds before you got to get to a break. What do you tell people? Only 30 seconds. Boy, Mike. That's why it's an elevator pitch. It's really for the quality of your business and the recognition, the fact that you're a true professional. You know, Nary just doesn't take anybody into its membership. It's a choice that somebody has to make to want to become a member. And then they have to fill out a very robust application form, including proving that they have the longevity, that their business is stable, that they have good credit, and that they have a good reputation with not only their supplier members, but the community as well. And if they can get through all of that, now you know you're working with somebody that's a professional. There it is. That's the elevator pitch. You know what I tell people? If you if you can pass that, you're you're one of the best of the best, and you want to be part of the best of the best. I I'm always impressed. I love going to the events uh, with the Nary people. You know what? They have a lot of fun. Some of them get after a little bit, you know, and that's good. And they take Ubers and all that stuff. But the most impressive part is they all help each other, and they are the best of the best. And they're still asking questions and trying to get better. Well, let's get you a break. Other side of the break, we'll wrap this thing up. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big-time Mike McGivern, only on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Dial us up with your questions at 414-799-1250. Welcome back to the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I tell you, every week I wish uh, people could come in and listen as we go to a break, and we're in the break and some of the things we talk about. Uh, my special guest, our special guest uh, this week, she's with J&J Contractors. She's Rebecca Samborn. She is um, interior designer, co-host this week, Diane Wellhouse. She's executive director from Nary Milwaukee. It's good that Steve Sparky Pfeiffer stopped in, by the way, and wanted to uh, know if you're still bowling and all that. 
So uh, you're uh, you're big in that bowling circle, Diane. I am. Yes, you are. Been in a long time. Been in a long time. Hall of Fame, state, national, all of it, right? State, uh, Waukesha, Milwaukee. There you go. She's uh, do not if you uh, if she ever bets you and says, hey, let's just go bowl. Let's just go bowl three games and see who wins for a hundred bucks. Don't do it because you lose. Trust me. Hey, Rebecca, before we get out of here, and we just got a short segment. Uh, on that blog that I had printed and, and 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 read, part of it says don't follow a fad. And after we talked to Trisha that first segment, we kind of discussed this, but I want to get your feeling on it. And it says this, unless you have the budget to swap out furnishings every other year, you might want to delay purchasing the latest and greatest trends. Fads lead to a shortened lifespan in which your home can look to dated quickly. And your feeling on that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, don't put the big money... Ticket items, um, you know, don't don't necessarily pick those that are, um, you know, very trendy. So we're talking about doing new flooring or even toilets and tubs and things like that that you're not going to change out every, you know, six, seven years, which is typically the design cycle um, because it'd be pretty costly. So really stick to those accent pieces or accent walls or pillows and rugs and things like that to kind of be your trend and uh, instead of the fixtures. So I've kept my shag carpeting in my leisure suits from when I was thin and good looking, thinking that that's going to recycle, did. but it's not recycling. What's going on? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the shag was back in for a little while. So it, it, yeah, but not the shag that was back in and those in the water beds. Those have not come back. No. Not that I ever had one. I'm just kidding. I never did my that. I did that. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. But it's important, I think, because people get caught up in that fad. You know, and that's in in all aspects of our life. You know, it's, yeah. hey, I got to get the newest, greatest phone because it's when, when when flat screen TV, TVs came out and the price was unbelievable. Now, yeah. you know, everybody ha- has them. You can get them for 100. Well, maybe not 100, but, you know, pretty close. And yeah. I think it's important that, you know, don't be don't jump in right away with both feet, especially when you're talking about things that you can't change out quickly. Yeah. You believe that, too, Diane? Yeah, absolutely. I, I've even purchased homes where. The permanent fixtures, the sinks, the tubs, the toilets, you know, the the countertops are all a fad color. I could see the vision of the home beyond that, but those are expensive ticket items for either yourself or someone that's coming into your home to change out. If you keep it to carpeting, you know, the maybe uh, the throw pillows and the rugs and the accent colors on the walls, those are all easily changeable. And you can make your home look brand new and fresh if the big ticket items are in a neutral and then you splash the new color of the day on the walls. All of a sudden, in five years later, when you change that color out and your throw pillows and a couple of things, your house looks brand new, like you almost had a whole new remodel. You know that the last uh, paragraph on this this blog that I, that that I printed that I found really interesting comes right back to what you talked about. Your mission, personal mission statement, is being an interior designer. And and I just want to read it real quick. What's the fix? To thy own self be true. Yes, designers know a lot about making a room look good, but only you, the consumer, know if you will like it or not. You have to live with it, after all. And 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 just to wrap this this show back to where we started, where you talked about your belief on 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 what you do, and that is what did you call it? A interior therapist was that? Yeah, design therapist. Design therapist. <laughs> where you go in and say, just vent, talk. Yeah. You talk for the first forty five minutes and tell me. You know, what you don't like, what you do like, what your thought is, how you think you're going to get there, all of that. Mm-hmm. I think what this person uh, who wrote this blog is saying is exactly that, because the owner is going to live there. Yeah. And yeah. it's their their space. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
Rebecca, thank you. You know thank what? You. This has been really good, and it's so good to see you. And, and again, thank you to, to you and to all the people at JJ Contractors. You guys make me look good on a daily basis <laughs> with the people that I've recommended you to, and, and I can't thank you enough. I, I'm not sure that the next one that gets done and they do the open house, I want to be there when you walk in. Okay. I, I want to be there because I'm just going to – and don't feel like, wow, this is a really weird dude because he keeps just staring at me, but I'm going to watch you as you walk through each room. Diane, um, Nary Milwaukee, go to narymilwaukee.org. And, again, if you want to be one of the best of the best, if you're a company that's thinking in 2019, we need to become Nary members. Now would be a great time to start that process. Yeah, absolutely, because we have our, our educational components are all starting over. Our certifications are coming up in February. Great time to get on the ground floor and take advantage of all of that to enhance not only your personal skills, your team skills, and that of your ability to be the best contractor out there. Boy, that's another good elevator pitch right there. Again, she's Diane Wellhouse, my co-host this week, the executive director of Nary Milwaukee. Go to narymilwaukee.org. For more information, our special guest, you can uh, you can give her a call. J and J Contractors. Uh, ask for Rebecca. 414-423-9200. Thanks for listening. This is the Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. <laughs>